0: are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The general thought of a people under the Old Covenant was that everything that happens comes from God. That's why Job said what he did. He couldn't read the first chapter of Job and find out it was the devil that did it. Did you realize that? See, we can read the first chapter and the last chapter of Job, and we can find out that the Bible said he turned the captivity of Job. Now, if God turned the captivity, who had him captive? The devil had him captive because of what he believed. He operated in fear. He said, the thing I've greatly feared has come upon me. He didn't just fear, he was highly developed in it. And what you fear, you will attract. Satan will operate on your words of fear. But I want you to know that what God did for Job was that he gave him twice what he ever had. That's what God did for Job. That's good news, isn't it? So we're talking about the measure of faith. God has dealt to every man, not some of them, not a few of them. See, if Paul said here in Romans, well, God has dealt to some of you the measure of faith. See, he said, every man among you. Now, we've talked about that in the context. He's talking about the Roman church. But by law of double reference, this means that God has dealt to every man. See, the measure of faith is what is in the Bible. Bible faith. In other words, faith in God comes from hearing the word of God. That's what Paul said in Romans 10, 17. Faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. But now let me show you something. Don't ever take a truth and make the truth out of it. See, that's a truth. Faith in God comes by hearing what God said. Now, if you were to say, well, the only way that anyone could ever have any faith is by hearing what God said, that'd be wrong. That'd be an error. Because you could have faith in me by hearing what I said. You could have faith in the weatherman by hearing what he said. You can have faith in your car by just simply knowing that all these years when you turn that switch key and start. See, that's sort of a natural faith. But you could have faith in a promise that anybody promised you if their word was good, see. When you go to a bank to borrow money, they don't want to just know how much money you need or why you need it. They want to know how have you kept up with your promises before. Is your name any good? We want some references of people you've done business with. And what they're going to do is find out if you did what you promised those people, you'd do. And if your word is no good, your name is no good. They don't want your name on the signature line. Forget it, Mac. You're not going to get any money because your word is no good because your promise is no good. Well, you see, if what you've promised the bankers before was good and you carried it out, they'll have great faith in you and let you sign that piece of paper. Your name is good. So God's promises are good. But now, you see, you could have faith in me and what I promised and have not a thing in the world doeth the word of God. So then the truth is that faith cometh by hearing. See, the banker will call these references that you give and say, well, now, what about this guy? He borrowed so much money. Did he pay it on time? And the guy said, yes, he made every payment on time. He's done everything he said he'd do. Well, he heard that, didn't he? He heard it. Then he calls another one. They said, yeah, yeah, he'll do just what he said he'd do. I mean, if he says that a rooster dips snuff, just look under his wing, you'll find a box, you know. (laughs) That's carried a little to the extreme, but you know what I'm talking about here. (laughs) But he's done everything. Now, what happened? He heard and he heard and he heard. He didn't have faith in you because he heard it once. He had faith in you because he heard it from this one and that one and another one. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing. Now, here's what I'm driving at. Faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. Then there's an opposite truth to that, what I call a reciprocal truth. Where do you suppose faith in the devil comes from? Hearing the words of the devil. The devil says it's not going to work this time. You're not gonna get the money to make that house payment. You're gonna lose your car and your house. And you go, oh God, I'm not gonna be able to make the payment on the house. And you go to pray on what the devil said. I know some of you do because I've been there. And faith cometh by hearing. And what are you hearing? That you're gonna lose your house and your car and nothing's gonna work out. And the more you pray, the more faith you have in the devil. Because you prayed what the devil said? Now listen to what Jesus said. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, when? When you pray, believe. Believe what? Believe what you prayed comes to pass. Believe you receive them. And you shall. Don't have it then, but you shall have them. Them what? Them things you prayed. Now you see, there's where your faith comes from. There's enough faith in that word right there to cause you to be able to believe that. But it won't come just because you heard it once. Won't come just because you prayed it once. But it comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. Then right on the other hand, you see, faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. Faith in the devil comes by hearing the words of the devil. Faith in the devil's called fear. Well, I'm afraid that we're not going to make it. Well, what made you say that because you believed it? Who told you that? Sure wasn't God. The Word says whatever you do will prosper. And no weapon formed against you will prosper. And you said, dear God, nothing I do works out. What did you believe? You believed experience of somebody else or maybe some experience you had had. Listen, it's a dangerous thing to go by experience instead of the Word of God. You're going to experience things in your life that does not agree with the Word of God. But don't change what you believe because of your experience. Hold fast to the Word of God, and what you believe will change what you experience down the road. Now, isn't that what Mark eleven twenty four says? Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them. And you shall, you don't have them then, but you shall eventually, you shall have them. Now, one translation says, believe you have received them receive past tense. See, that's what Paul's talking about in Philippians 4 when he said with prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God. And then once everything's a good, pure, perfect, love, and of good report, think on these things. In other words, start thinking about how good it's going to be when it comes to pass. Instead of sitting there and thinking about how bad it's going to be when it doesn't happen. Now, I know because I've been there. So you see, the ability to cause what the Word says to come to pass in your life is in the Word itself. The seed is in itself. Now, let me refresh your memory to what Jesus said to the apostles one day in Luke, the 17th chapter, verse 5 and 6. The apostles said to the Lord, Lord, increase our faith. Now, wouldn't it be good if we could just say, Lord, give us more faith? Well, faith doesn't come by asking for it. Faith cometh by hearing. And here's what Jesus said. If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed... You would say unto this sycamine tree, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Now, what kind of an answer is that? It's an excellent answer. Fellas, you don't need more faith. What you need to do is use what faith you have as a seed and plant it, and the way you plant it is to say it. Now, see, we get called everything when we teach faith and confession. Why? That's that name it and claim it bunch. Well, that sounds good to me. God named it, and I claimed it. I'm not talking about something that God didn't want me to have. I'm talking about the things that God has given me. He's given me all things that pertain to life and godliness, but that doesn't mean I'm going to have them unless I decide to claim them and lay hold on them by faith. So, you see, if you start saying what God said, then you're planting your faith. Thank God, Father, your word said whatsoever things I desire when I pray, believe I receive them and I shall have them. So yesterday morning at 9 o'clock I prayed, released my faith and believe that my need is met according to your riches in glory and that I've sowed bountifully and I reap bountifully and my God has made all grace abound toward me and I just want to thank you for it. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing. And you see, that's not vain repetition when you pray the Word of God over and over and over, that's not vain repetition. But Jesus said, don't use vain repetition. Vain repetition when you ask God for something you've already asked Him for. Now let me show you the measure of faith. There is sufficient faith in every promise of the Word of God to cause it to come into manifestation in the life of every believer that will believe it, confess it, proclaim it, until the faith gets inside them. See, faith cometh By hearing, now see, the whole context of Romans 10 is that the word is nigh you. It's as close as getting it in your mouth and speaking it in your heart. It's in your mouth and in your heart. Now, that's where faith works is in the heart. So when Paul said, so then faith cometh by hearing, he's talking about so then faith cometh by hearing your voice speak and say what God said. He was not talking about you hearing what the pastor said about the word of God. He was not talking about hearing what your neighbor said about the word of God. He's talking about you hearing what you said about the word of God. Now, isn't that what he told Joshua? Don't let the word of God depart out of your mouth. The book of the law, that was the word of God they had for their day. Don't let the book of the law depart out of your mouth, but meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all that's written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Who did it? Joshua did it. It wasn't God's responsibility at all. God just told him how to do it. So Joshua said what God said, and God proved that it worked came to pass just exactly like he said. Now meditate means to mutter or speak to oneself. Now bring that with what Paul said. The word is nigh thee it's in thy mouth. David said I communed with my heart upon my bed. In other words he talked to himself. He talked to himself the word of God and till that faith that is in that word got inside him. That's the way faith cometh. Faith cometh by hearing. You measure the amount of word that's in you and that's how you measure your faith. Well, I trust you've been with us all this week as we've taught on the subject of the measure of faith. Now, this is the last day for offer number 7107. It's called Understanding Faith's Components. There are three components to faith, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. If you don't know the will of God, you couldn't possibly have faith for it. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. These go together. To make faith. Now, you know, when you mix up concrete, you use cement, you use sand, you use gravel, you add water to it, and these four components will set up concrete. And I mean, it's the foundation. You can build on that. But now, let's say we put water and sand and gravel together. What have you got? You've got wet sand, wet gravel. And that's all you have. Nothing to bring it together, hold it together. Nothing solid. But if you put the cement in it, you got to have all these ingredients to make it cement together. And this is what the three components of faith do. They come together to create spiritual force called faith. I call it the divine energy of God. Faith is God's divine energy. And when you understand that It's wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and it all comes from the Word of God, and that's where faith comes from. Paul said, so then faith cometh by hearing the Word. Proverbs 2, 6 says, for the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. So all of this is in the Word of God, and it is the three components of faith. You can be fully persuaded of God's word and these three components will make a foundation for your life. That's offer number seventy one zero seven. It's called Understanding Faith's Components. A single C D for eight dollars plus three dollars postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line one eight seven seven three nine six ninety-four hundred. Until Monday, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com.